Hey, podcast listeners, it's Ben here. And also Hing. Hello, I'm also here. Uh, and just before we start uh, this episode, uh, we just wanted to give you a bit of an update. You may have noticed uh, that lately we've been able to put out podcasts uh, pretty regularly, which has mm. been great for us. Yeah, our lives have become increasingly empty during the coronavirus <laughs> pandemic, and it's given us more time to spend with you, our delightful listeners who we love. And uh, we've actually found a way to do it that uh, that means we can probably keep going with it. Uh, but as a result of that, we're going to kind of reset the Patreon. Now, there's good news and there's bad news. I'm going to start with the bad news. The new thing about the Patreon is if you give us uh, whatever you can afford a month uh, to make the show, we will give you nothing. Uh, <laughs> that's our sell. Well, that's our sell. And I should say that's not quite right because you still do get the show like everybody else does. And we will try and do um, some Patreon exclusives for you, any live shows we record, for example. But what this really is is just helping us cover the costs and the time of making this stupid bullshit. The good news, though, is that the way we've structured our Patreon now, if we don't release two episodes a month on the regular Free to Good Home channel, uh, we won't charge our patrons. Uh, it just won't be billed that month. And at the same time, we recognise that, you know, other people are going through rough times right now, and we don't expect this. We should be very... Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, if, if you can use this money for basically anything else, uh, we would be devastated if you didn't do that. <laughs> Um, but if you're looking for non-financial ways to support our podcast, uh, something we would love is for you to just send us any funny classifieds you come across, either from Facebook, from uh, Gumtree, from uh, Craigslist, for any of that stuff. That is a really, really uh, concrete way to help us. For sure. And if you are in a position to help us out with a bit of money, uh, you can go to patreon.com forward slash F-T-A-G-H. Uh, but for now, you're up. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Freedom of Good Home. My name is Michael Hing and joining me as always is a man who has taken several precautions this week so this will not be a lost episode. It's Ben Jenkins. Hello. Hello. Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm... Um, I, a lot of it's just fearing Demi Lardner. Like, we <laughs> yeah. lost one of hers, but now she's kind of furious, furious on behalf of anybody who would not only, like... Not only people who we have lost their episodes, but people who we could lose their episodes. Like, I think... Yeah. Yeah. So, so she's put the fear of Demi into me. And so, yeah, I, uh, I've taken several... There's a backup of a backup. I've got one of those old-timey monks in the room with me, transcribing everything I say. Um, it feels I good to have Demi watching over me and my, my content. She's looking after <laughs> it. Uh, well, that voice you're hearing now is our guest this week. Uh, he's a very funny comedian. He's the host of his own freaking podcast. Podcasts. It's Luca Muller. Hello, Luca. Hello. Thanks for having me. Good to be here, fellas. Lovely to have you. Um, I think this is like a this is a rarity in that like we have a guest that I've like literally just never. I, I have no context. I've never met you before. <laughs> so he's a I serial killer. Say, uh, yeah. He's a famous if, serial wow, killer. Wow, and we got him. <laughs> I'm one of Hing's little mates. One of his secret friends. <laughs> Uh, Luca is a Luca's a stand -up, a person I know from the world of stand up comedy, um, but also Luca was going to be the person who would take over um, helping me with um, organizing Splendor in the Grass, uh, the comedy there before it was all cancelled. Um, yes. Oh, amazing! And so, uh, so basically, uh, Luca and I have bonded over the fact that our job doesn't exist 
for now. Yeah, Luca, Luca's a real Luca strikes me uh, as a real kiss of death kind of guy. Um, <laughs> I just also want to point out uh, that that it's for those of you out there who are thinking about um, thinking about starting your own podcast, and we've obviously done done a few hours of this ourselves and we've kind of learned a little bit and I like to impart some wisdom. A really a really great way of introducing your guest is being like, I have <laughs> no idea who you are. <laughs> it really it really builds them up in the eyes really of the audience the chemistry. and and themselves. So that's I mean, it's what we call a rapport in the biz. Yeah. In um, fact, it's, it's, actually, rapport. it's actually really good to uh, to double down and actually do something like who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> and who why should we Zoom yeah. link. How did you make it into this chat? Yeah, he's just uh, hacked our Zoom, Marcus Stefano style. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a K-pop stan who's bringing down uh, Freedom of Good Home from the inside. <laughs> um, so, Luca, often when we get someone on who hasn't been on the, uh, the pod before, we ask them if they've had any, uh, I guess, experience or whatever with classifiers, buying and selling stuff online. Are you much of a gun tree hound or anything? <laughs> Not in particular, but uh, just super recently, I've started work on a like a web series that keep an eye out for maybe in a few months or something but it's mm. basically me wanting to do like um yeah things from the gumtree classifieds or from you know little favors and stuff that people want done and i'll okay. film those and meet the people oh, so you've it, stolen the idea of this podcast that's very interesting a real picture of you is starting to form actually uh. i bring down splendor i bring down the podcast <laughs> um, um, so, so, so hey, this, is, this is you. This is you going through. This is this is actually a much better version of, of what we do. You <laughs> you go through you go through this stuff and actually kind of seek these people out and do the jobs for them and, and film it. Is that right? Yeah, like all the air tasker things and all that sort of stuff. That's the idea. That's what it'll be. And oh. so one that I ran across was somebody uh, wanted a foot massage, and so I thought. This is content, baby. Let's do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so I got in touch with them. I was like, I'll give you a foot. And I sort of gave them a little rundown of like, oh, it'll be, you know, uh, maybe it'll be on camera. And they were like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's all good. It's uh, maybe don't, you know, say our real names or whatever, but that's okay. And I was like, cool, this is good. Oh, this will be a fun multiple episode. Multiple people getting a foot massage. Yeah, I think it was a couple, which is scary. Uh, but <laughs> this, is such, this is such a um, this is such a rare insight because we never get the other side of this. So yeah, you so you saw this ad. I saw and obviously it's different because you're 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 driven by the the unquenchable need for content, which of course, um, of which, course, which, which most people aren't. Um, I see but- a couple requesting a foot massage online, and dollar signs just light up in my eyes. I think, baby, <laughs> let's monetize. But like, when so you I got saw in touch. It- yeah. yeah. And yeah, they were like, yep, that's fine. And then they were like, one last thing. Can you just send us a photo of your feet? Uh, and I thought, ah. this seems like a strange request, but here we go. Let's do this. I want to be funny. <laughs> I'm slamming the ejector seat at that point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't even have to. I sent them. I showed them a, a very nice, gentle photo of my feet. And they said, actually, don't worry Ooh. about it. <laughs> oh, huh. my God. <laughs> Brutal. So- what uh, do you th- do? You think they rejected you on the premise that your feet are, are not to their liking? No, I think, like, I think they just became like. busy. Of course, they rejected him because of his horrible feet. <laughs> what are you talking or, about? I like to think that they were too beautiful and they were intimidated. <laughs> oh yeah, well that's 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 They're intimidated. 
Or do you think this whole thing was just a scam to get pictures of feet? That's, yeah, definitely Uh, crossed my mind as well. uh, Um, Yeah, I'm not sure. What was the the money involved with the... uh, with the feet, uh, massage, the foot massage, how much were they going to pay you? It was a $50, $50 fee. Right. Did you get wow. the sense, and this is a question that we kind of ask a lot on this podcast, did you get the sense that they would be wanking? <laughs> Absolutely. Like, okay, right. So that, right, that was, yeah. you, you kind of went in, that was a complete given, that that was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Most of the little tasks I've come across definitely seem to come with that asterisk, like, oh, yep, there's going to be something. <laughs> Even if it's like, can you help me like hang a picture in my house? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need someone to clean my gutters while I wank inside. <laughs> yeah, they are filthy with cum. They are. Wow. <laughs> so did you, I mean, so when they said, don't, don't worry about it, were you like, I mean, because you're quite a nice guy, were you like nice about it or were you like, come on, I've take, I've I've sent you photos of my feet. The least you can do is let me rub yours and pay me fifty dollars. Like, <laughs> yeah. did you did you arc back at all? No, I sort of happily copped it because like he's, like all the spidey senses are tingling at that point. Like, even sure. though I'm driven by the thirst for content, I sure. thought this is maybe too much. This isn't can't be worth it. So I thought this yeah. is a nice out for me. Okay, well, final question. Have you shown the damning picture of your feet to anyone else? <laughs> I sent it to my brother, and he said they look fine. <laughs> Okay, well, but it could be you could have genetically fucked feet, like yeah, if yeah. You just, right. you could be like the, the, web, the webbing looks clean, it, like yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful shade of green. Um, yeah. That little mulatto, the sixth one, looks beautiful as ever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry about oh, your fucked goodness. up feet, and I'm sorry that you got. I mean, far more likely is you just got conned by a bunch of um, perverts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I feel used. Yeah. Um, how have you been in this? You're in you're in Melbourne. We're recording this at a time where uh, new lockdown uh, uh, restrictions have been announced. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. How you, is your is your postcode affected by that at all? Or no, I'm in uh, I'm in a safe suburb, but I am close. I'm only a couple of kilometres from the places that are being shut down. And Ooh. yeah, I don't know. It sucks. I feel like the whole city will probably just go back into lockdown soon, which is a huge bummer. Mm. That's wild because yeah, Sydney, Sydney, and I say this without any um, uh, uh, any deliberate smugness, although mm-hmm. it, it probably just will naturally creep into my voice. Sydney <laughs> is like is 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 like nothing ever happened. Oh, Sydney, I know. Yeah. I was in Sydney just last week uh, visiting my girlfriend, and oh I was great! Like, well, you've given it- us all coronavirus. Thanks. <laughs> 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 Did they test you when you, How long are you up here for, Luca? I was there for a week And it was all very above board So I got tested the day that I left And isolated until I got my result And then got up there wearing a mask and gloves and everything And it sucked But it's so nice up there It's insane <laughs> Did you drive or fly? How did you, how did you travel? I caught the train, believe it or not yeah right and was the train was the train packed by fellow mask wearers because i i imagine that it would have just been like like generally speaking the train from melbourne to sydney which i've caught several times Mm -hmm. is full of some of the grossest individuals you you can come across (laughs) honestly uh, myself included um like you know what kind of gross is it because there's a there's a train from sydney to newcastle that i used to catch a lot when i was running a writers festival up in up in newcastle Mm. i used to kind of for part of the year i'd kind of be up every weekend and there was like (laughs) <laughs> I want. I'm, I must have mentioned this in the pod before, and I apologise if I have. But I once saw two people getting into a fight who didn't know each other on the train. We were in the quiet carriage, but I mean, like, once people start yelling, it's like that's not the. You don't. You're not going to shush them. God, um, these people don't respect the sanctity of the quiet carriage. Yeah. My word. So, so one of them got a Gatorade bottle from the ground, uh, from the floor of the carriage, p- started pissing in it. Oh no! 
while the other person was yelling at them, and then they were yelling, like the yelling didn't stop, and then they flung the piss bottle at the other person. Oh, mate, you couldn't do that anymore, could you? They wouldn't let you. They wouldn't let you throw a bottle of piss at someone on a train anymore. Not in bloody not, coronavirus. Not in coronavirus. <laughs> so is it like that kind of gross, or is it like... Is it? Uh, well, I don't know what Luca's experience was, but previously when I was on there, I was a, a gross uh, fisherman pants wearing dreadlocked hippie, oh, and yes. I was one of the cleaner people on the train. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's similar, that sort of vibe. I don't think there's like the insanity of the fights or the piss throwing or anything like that, because people, it's a long haul, you know what I mean? You're in it together. You can't be it's acting like, 12 like hours, that right? and then have to sit on the train for another eight hours together. <laughs> you're at least Smelling waiting. like your own piss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you wait until you're in the outer suburbs of Sydney and then start getting the Gatorade bottles out kind of thing. <laughs> Um, well, and and Ben, you've just yeah. uh, you've just finished up a, a a new job, which is exciting. Yeah, um, yeah, just just finished up on uh, on at home alone together, which uh, is which is very cool. And you're about to start a new job as well. I'm about to start a new job at your old job, actually. Yeah, uh, which um, is cool. You're ta- um, you're you're you're, you're going to be uh, hosting the feed, which is nice. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm going to be working. I'm going to be working on that show um, behind the scenes, sort of the um, the I guess I guess you'd call it the, sort of the power behind the throne. Have you seen? Oh, um, right. Have you seen Lord of the Rings, <laughs> where there's that <laughs> fucked up little goblin man um, behind that king, uh, and he whispers um, horrible things in his ear? Oh yeah, yeah. That's th- yeah, that's what I'm going to go for, but with Alex Lee. So um, right, okay, a puppet yeah. master of sorts. So if, yeah. uh, if Alex Lee was the Sultan, you would be Jafar in this oh, situation. Oh, in many ways, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've 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 really aspired to a sort of Jafar lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Jafarian, sure. <laughs> yes. uh, well, this is the podcast where we go through the week's classifieds and find the best and worst stuff uh, to talk about. Uh, ben, do you have one you want to start off with? You know what? I do, Michael Hing, and I'm so thrilled that you asked me if I have one to start off with and I know that sometimes it seems like I'm just like you know stalling for time while I look for one <laughs> to talk the about open drive and find one that you yeah. want to read out and can I just say that when you when you when you accuse me of that it feels <laughs> so unfair so, so unfair and can I, just while you're stalling can I tell you a terrible stalling st- uh, story sure. The other day uh, on radio, we had to play a we went to play a song by the Fundamentals. It's called Deja Vu, mm-hmm. but the way they've written the D, the E, uh, the Deja Vu, the letters is it's all like weird characters and script and whatnot. So sure. if you just search the computer system for Deja Vu, it doesn't come up. Uh huh. So Lewis, who usually presses the buttons, was like, "Hing, can you just put on this song? It'll be really easy. Just I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Just hit that. And I've done this thousands of times before. It'll be fine, mm-hmm. right? So I go to the computer, go to type it in. I can't find it." I've got 10 seconds left and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I'll find another song. The next <laughs> song was a Vietnamese song, right? That again, you, you can't just type in the thing. You, you've, you've got to go to a different system to find, which I could, wasn't able to do. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. the and song's just and, counting and, down. And can you not just put on like, um, I like, I like Baby Got Back or something. Like you, you, get, in, you get in huge <laughs> amounts of trouble if you just put on like any song, like Robbie I mean, Williams' Angel or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I to say, I I've, I've just said it, my instincts, and I think my instincts were bang on there, that Robbie Williams' Angel is the funniest song to play on Triple J. <laughs> I think that would, that would piss off the most people the quickest. So I'm just thinking, like, I'll just put on something, right, uh-huh. at this point. But, but at this point, the, the, 
the uh, the timer is like three seconds. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm just going to have to do a break now. But then trying to talk into a microphone to explain to everyone what's happened while searching for the song was some of the most awkward. But right, basically, I came back and was like, hello, you're listening <laughs> to Triple J. And I'm about to put on a song if I can find it. <laughs> And as I'm doing that, like Lewis like runs back in. He's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, uh, "Nothing. Fine. Hit play. Move you'll, on." You'll you'll never be in charge of the buttons again, unfortunately. Never, never, never. You've lost you've lost your button privileges. Exactly. Uh, ben, <laughs> Guys, do you have one you want to start us off with? I've got one that I've just I've just had all along. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he's been itching to read it. He's been ready. Hicks. Yeah. Stop trying to fill time. He's good so to go. We've sort of we've sort of we've sort of broadened the purview of. Um, Oh, this was sent in by Lincoln Bell, by the way. Thank you, Lincoln Bell. Um, interestingly, he's the first person whose name is a combination of two American tourist attractions. So, <laughs> thank you, Lincoln <laughs> Bell. Um, uh, um, what about... Um, what about Rushmore uh, Rocky Steps? I We've, was going to say Rushmore <laughs> the Twin Towers. <laughs> <laughs> We've uh, we rejected both of those. Yeah, they send in bullshit. Uh, not like not like Lincoln Bell, who sends in gold. So thank you. This is from a little little corner of the internet. And Luca, we've kind of hoodwinked you here because we have said that this is a podcast where we go through the week's classifieds and find the best and worst things to talk about. We've kind of just widened that purview in our sort of twentieth year of doing this show um, <laughs> as to just sort of things that text that is on the internet. Basically. Anything that's <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, any casual text on the internet, we're happy yeah. to read out. <laughs> yeah. um, so this is from a little corner of a website called Reddit um, called R OK Cupid. And it's where people go to ask stuff about their OkCupid profile. So it's not sure. it's not an OkCupid dating site. It's meta mm-hmm. OkCupid, like, hey, have you found that doing this helps or that helps or whatever? Yeah. Okay. So, this, yep. so the poster posts, um, when, when do you disclose that you are a juggalo when using <laughs> OkCupid? <laughs> okay. <laughs> My friend is thinking of making a dating profile on AK Cupid, and he's a pretty serious down ass juggalo. I mean, <laughs> down till dead in the ground. And wants to know whether it's better to be straight up about this shit, like have it all in the profile itself, or better to, better to hint at it in the messengers, like talk about circuses and clowns and, and that Stephen <laughs> King movie or whatever. What, what's the best way to broach the subject, if at all? And, uh, oh, and that's that's well. the entirety of the questions. The question so rather. they're they're asking like how many, like h- how long it should be. I mean, well, should we just give it? A- is, this is the interesting because uh, the, the 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 option that they've completely discounted is just not mentioning it at all. Yeah, <laughs> it's, exactly. It's a, yeah, it's yeah, an issue yeah. of, of of if so, yes. Uh, when? <laughs> so, do you do it in the full makeup? Do you do it like straight out of the gate? One of your wow. profile pictures is you at the gathering of the juggalos. Um, <laughs> put it all on the table, or do you hint at it? Which I think is like the worst of all possible worlds, because yeah. <laughs> because you end up sounding like a freak who's like doesn't know how to talk properly, like like putting in weird references to like Stephen King movies and circuses and clowns. And yeah, stuff. you're like, just holding a fago in one picture, like maybe. <laughs> if you were to guess census wise, how many juggalos do you think there are in America? Like, if if that was a box you had to tick on the census, what do you reckon? Great question. I, first of all, I think it should be. Second of all, <laughs> um, 
Do you I think just... like I have no idea how popular the insane clown posse is? Is is the juggalo? Is it two hundred thousand juggalos? Is there a million okay. juggalo? It wouldn't be a million, would it? Okay. Do you think there are more juggalos in the United States of America or Mormons? Ooh. Ooh. Well, the Mormons have their own state, don't they? Yeah, but everybody in the, Yeah, so do the Juggalos. It's Juggalotopia. <laughs> they have Connecticut, yeah. Um, so I'm just looking up here just, on the sorry, Wikipedia I'm just imagining page. the senator for Juggalotopia, and it's, uh, it's a very amusing image in my head. And I encourage all of you to sort of uh, conjure that image yourself. Uh, uh, at the gathering of the Juggalos, which is obviously the, the biggest gu- uh, Juggalotopia. I also gathering. just want to imagine uh, Alexandra Ocasio Cortez getting really cross about the senior senator from Juggalotopia. <laughs> and absolutely destroying the senior center from Juggalotopia in one of those now this videos. Um, okay, great. That's uh, an important that you guys... demographic. It's a super pack. It's, <laughs> it's vital. That's something that uh, you can all think about in your own time. Uh, so, according to the Wikipedia page, at the gu- gathering of the Juggalos, it peaked out at about twenty thousand people in twenty ten. Right. But that's so people who can if... turn up. Like, yeah, exactly. That's people who can buy a ticket and who, who have. I can't yeah, imagine like there's saying, many juggalos who are going like, no, nah, I won't bother going. Like, oh. surely they're all. <laughs> I'll sit this one out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know, man. Like, I reckon what percentage of the nation's juggalos turn up to the gathering of the juggalos? I know it says, I know it's the gathering of the the juggalos, not the gathering of some juggalos. I'm acutely aware of that. <laughs> do you think it's Do you think it's like a, a religious thing, like with the gathering of juggalos, where like one of the things is you have to go to a gathering of the juggalos? It's like a pilgrimage you've got to make at some point. Oh, yeah. do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, look, um, I don't know. The more I learn about juggalo culture, the more I realize I have it completely wrong. Like, <laughs> I think maybe maybe years ago when I first heard about juggalos, I was like, oh, they're like Nazis. Like, I was like, they're like neo-Nazis. And I now, had that feeling as well. It seemed like insidious and scary for a little while. And now That's because of all the makeup. Yeah. But, like, they're actually like quite progressive, aren't they? I think so. Yeah, I think I think they're that, like, let's away. Not, they're not Nazis. But they <laughs> <laughs> okay, the, several uh, several celebrities and other well-known figures have identified themselves as juggalos. So you did not, you might not have known this, but mm-hmm. Charlie Sheen identified as a juggalo. Mm-hmm. Um, Chuck D, the rapper, Coolio, and I someone mean, called Kung Fu Vampire. Oh, yeah, huh? he considers himself a, ju- a, a juggalo. Okay, um, I mean, and I don't know a lot about. Uh, None of that uh, is remotely <coughs> surprising to me. Um, well, you're not like, surprised if you were like, who calls if you were himself like, Kung Fu Vampire. Yeah, he's also you, an insane, <laughs> ju- insane clown posse juggler. If you were like, Tilda Swinton is, is a juggler. <laughs> Lena Dunham, the latest juggler. Yeah. Uh, Robbie Williams of Angel fame is a juggler. Actually, Robbie, if 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 if. If I saw a headline that was like Robbie Williams is a juggalo, I'd be like, 2020, you've done it again, but I wouldn't give it much thought after that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to think about the question, though, what like what classification is it? Like, is it a religion or is it just like a hobby or an idea? Like, because that's where it comes in where you mention it. If you were like, say, a Catholic or whatever, you'd probably mention that pretty early on. But if you just mm. like bouldering oh, yeah, or something, yeah. you don't really have to put that on your profile. <laughs> Well, do you, want to ru- do you want to run you through some of the common characteristics identifying? I would love of you to do that, please. Yes, and then you guys can, you guys can kind of ass- assess whether or not you know you 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 are required to tell someone about this on a dating app. Okay, yeah. number one, drinking and spraying the inexpensive soft drink Fago. Um, <laughs> okay, I mean, I don't. Sure. 
So if you do that, you're a juggler. Uh, listening to horrorcore uh, rap music. So that's mm-hmm. just a musical interest. Um, mm-hmm. Wearing face paint. Generally like those of an evil clown. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah. That one is like down the line in relationships, I think. You know what I mean? If I'm just yeah. going on a date with somebody and they're not going to turn up to the date. Oh, sorry. If they're going to the first date in juggler makeup, absolutely disclose that. You need to disclose that. <laughs> Are you insane? Um, but if it's just like, hey, sometimes I like when I go to gigs and stuff, I wear this. That can come later. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, displaying the gestures of Wicked Clown, the west side with the left hand mm-hmm. and the C sign in ASL. Also, oh, you're doing W from west side as the Wicked and then C from American Sign Language with the right uh, I mean, that, with your arms crossed over. That's not, uh-huh. really, um, that's not really a lifestyle as it is something you do with your hands sometimes. Sometimes I throw up a shaka, so I better put that uh, in the old making profile. Making and responding to whoop whoop calls. I feel like everyone does that. Oh, as in, as in can I, I think get so. a? Or just if I say whoop whoop, you say whoop whoop, or what, I don't know, you know. Uh, and the final one, which I think is probably the most te- the, the, the most necessary thing for you to disclose on a dating profile of the things we've mentioned, expressing a tongue-in-cheek mm. obsession with murder uh, committed with a blade weapon. And to uh. my mind... Oh, <laughs> I didn't yeah, know about this part. That's a, that, that, that's a big part. According, this is according to Shaggy Do... Uh, Shaggy Two Dope themselves. Um, oh, one of the greatest juggalo scholars <laughs> of the modern age. <laughs> Richard Dawkins he's, of juggaloism. He's, uh, he's <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That's a, that's fun. So they're like ironically into yeah, knife murder. Yeah. Ironically, gonna stab <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, that's um, thing. <laughs> Tee-hee, I don't stabby, know if I've told this juggalo uh, uh, a Jason story on the pod before, but there is a there is a comedian in uh, Sydney. Whose name I don't want to say, but who, who identifies? Oh, I know who, who this but, is, but I know who you're talking about, and you really—I mean, it's going to be difficult <laughs> to, to cast the net wide as this could be. Anyway, this comedian for yeah. probably—I don't know—he's probably been in comedy in Sydney for 10, 15 years, for ages. And when I at least and, and at least. Uh, has uh, previously performed in in juggalo-esque makeup. Uh, I don't know if they consider themselves a juggalo, mm-hmm. but he, he definitely... Um... Again, again, and this could be anyone. It, it, I mean, I know we're really narrowing it down to Becky Lucas, but um, I want to really, like... really emphasize that it could be so, anyone. It's like going, there is a comedian who stars in the TV show Seinfeld, but we won't say who it is. Could be anybody. Anyway, years ago, like when I had done like maybe one open mic, I um, was friends with someone... Uh, and I, I, I was telling my friend that I'd, I'd just done my first open mic and I was really excited about trying to do stand-up comedy. This is many, many years ago. And she said, oh, there's a comedian who works with me at this uh, video game shop I work at. You should come and meet him. Again, I mean, this is just... This is just... <laughs> You're doxing this poor juggler. Yeah. I've, like, I've like flicked down every single <laughs> tile in Guess Who... <laughs> Hours ago, it's like wow, there's a huge gap in the market for Juggalo. Guess who? <laughs> so my fr- so I went to my friend's work um, to have lunch with her one day, and she said, "Oh, this guy's working. You know, I should you, you should um, I'll get him to come and meet us for lunch. You can chat about comedy." I was like, "Oh, that's so great! What a cool what a, what a cool thing!" So he then turns up to our lunch just in the food court we were hanging out and he's in full juggalo makeup and 
She was like, what the fuck are you doing? And he was like, oh, no, I'm meeting someone. Like, this is a comedy meeting. So I wanted to be in my comedy character for it. Oh, So my he word. didn't go. So to be clear, he had not gone to work in Juggalo makeup. But then from work, had gone to the <laughs> bathrooms of Bondi Junction, Westfield, and had... <laughs> Again, flick, 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 flick. <laughs> Juggalo makeup to then come and meet me for 10 minutes while I ate my lunch with my friend. Uh-huh. And... It is among. <laughs> I will say, I will say that 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 is a mad thing to do. But also, once at a comedy meeting, you, out of as a, a meeting with somebody for your career, panicked and felt that you had to eat an entire <laughs> basket of bagels. So what? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I actually it was the only it was the only vegan Him, thing on the option. And this, this was a manager I was meeting, and oh. he said, um. It yeah. was at Russ and Daughters in New York And like It was the only vegan thing on the menu It cost like 17 US dollars And it was a basket It wasn't just like It was meant for the table And Hing freaked out Because he thought that He said This is the most Hing fucking Chain of thought He was like If I only eat one And take the rest home He's gonna think I was just trying to like Get like A bunch of free food On his dime And if I And if I just leave it there He'll think I just like Am like some lush So I'm gonna have to pretend That I needed to eat Five bagels it was. It was. Oh, your mind like is a prison. They like expand in your stomach. <laughs> yeah, look, we've, we've, all, we've all embarrassed ourselves at comedy meetings, Ben. <laughs> anyway, that's been my real only insight into the uh, into the into the juggler subculture. But since then, I've been fascinated and and largely pro juggalo. But I do think if you are starting a dating profile, uh, if you're a juggalo, I think you'd probably also want to date another juggalo, wouldn't you? Yeah, there's clearly room here for a Juggalo-specific uh, oh. dating app for just Juggalos. Oh my god, Fuck. you're right. Congratulations, Luca. You've just made a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what would you call it? Juggler, maybe? That's a fun... Yeah. Jug- juggler. And... If you were... The, the three of us are all in uh, relationships, but if we mm-hmm. weren't, would you... Is there anything that you wouldn't put in a dating profile that is true about you? Like... Oh. Specifically, I probably wouldn't say I was a writer. Oh, yeah, right. I, I, mm. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, when I was on the apps years ago, I used to never mention about doing comedy and stuff like that. I didn't want it. Yeah. I'd talk about it, you know, soon and early, but I didn't want that to be the first yeah, thing. You know what I mean? What's, I mean, I, I think in some ways being a comedian, for the purposes of a dating He's app, being a comedian, being a, well, well, being a comedian, <laughs> being a juggalo kind of sh- occupies the same kind of shame real estate. Yeah, same, like, similar social status. <laughs> if, you can, if you can kind of talk through it, it's mm. not that bad. But just on the surface of it, it's not something that you really want to have to... Um, be judged by <laughs> I don't think I wouldn't tell everyone I'm a juggalo that's what I would keep secret I would keep I wouldn't tell <laughs> sure sure and is that because that's not true about you or is that because it's a deep deeply shameful secret that you're only maybe just both. copying to now maybe both um, uh-huh. Ben can I share this one with you guys <clears throat> mate you go okay. for it this one Please. has been sent in by Ryan Keith thank you Ryan uh, it's and Ryan it's, Keith it's taken thank from you, the uh, the Thanks, Harry Ryan. Potter subreddit um all right, here we go. Oh, I'm sure a place of very healthy and progressive discourse at the moment. <laughs> Since our daughter was five, my wife and I first started reading her the Harry Potter books. And we have told her... So far, We have so told great. her, that is my daughter, that she is a witch and mm-hmm. the wizarding world is real. Uh-huh. She is uh-huh. now almost eight 
And as her questions have gotten deeper, we've kept building the illusion with more details about our family genealogy and its connection to the book characters, stories about times we used magic, and the life and moral lessons we learned about it. She has, pro she has processed many difficult subjects like racism, climate change, and even the coronavirus through this lens of Harry Potter. <laughs> Before other parents judge or lecture, we know this is gaslighting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that wasn't that was that wasn't my concern, man. Um, oh. <laughs> Imagine being that self-aware and yet so unself-aware. Um, and uh, we know this is gaslighting. And eventually, she'll have to be disappointed and have real trust issues with us when she learns the truth. We just <laughs> well, well, hang on. We just okay, buy it that we are adding magic to her childhood and giving her motivation to reach her full open brackets magical close brackets potential, since she needs to study hard mm -hmm. to be accepted into Hogwarts. Um, her true uh, magical—I mm, mean, like mm -hmm. just just as a note—her true magical potential is is zero because it doesn't exist. So her reaching her full magical yeah, potential yeah, yeah, is no, completely yes. is completely irrelevant to this. Within yeah, her exactly. grasp, yeah. Uh, well, it's in within her. She's done it. She's, she did it the day she was born. Congrats. We, we've asked serious yeah. questions of her teachers, and they think it's more awesome and creative than it is damaging. <laughs> that's oh. a that's a lie. What you just uh, said. Yeah? At the that very is, worst, <laughs> she is clearly homeschooled. Also, <laughs> yeah. At the very worst case, my take is that it's analogous to children being raised to believe that traditional religions, religious stories, are true. And that when the truth hits, it will teach her to ask critical questions and not accept anything she hears or reads at face value. We're looking at any Correct. <laughs> Nailed it from a parenting point of view. Absolutely. <laughs> Which is to say, instill a deep interest of any human. Um, yeah. And yeah. this In is the life. final paragraph, really just summing up with the whole point of this. Uh, we're looking for more ideas of how to inject little bits of Harry Potter magic into her everyday life using technology, crafts, and adding more detail to the fanfic that is our lives. So... The fanfic that is our so, lives. So, Ben or Luca, do you have any suggestions? Can I just say, I... <laughs> mm. uh, lock these people up. And <laughs> yeah. Take their children away. Oh, my God. You know, people used to um, do their shits in the water that they drank. Like, in the same sure. body of water. Yeah. I think we are living... In stupider times than those people. <laughs> um, I am. Um, I think at the very. I think at the very least, this is going to teach this child really early on that she needs to get a divorce from her parents. Yes, and that's yes. Like, I, there's also I mean, the comparison I, in there with uh, organized religion. Yeah. Um, and and look, like I understand that organized religion can be seen as very damaging in a lot of different contexts, sure. and it's done a lot of bad things in the world. Um, mm -hmm. But I guess one of the big things about organized religion that it does offer, one of the few very good things it offers, is a um, a sense of community and belonging mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. with, with, with you know often millions of people worldwide, people yeah, who yeah. will help you when you need help, people who will, you know yeah. uh, who will stick up for you, and uh, you a, a real place that you can feel like you belong to for a yeah. lot of people, um, and. Oh, that doesn't exist with this. No, this is like a like dirty, dirty secret she has to keep. And yeah. people, you have to keep afloat. You, you take her to the dentist and be like, oh, just pretend that she's Hermione. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I do think that in at this case, like, in for a penny, in for a pound, lady. Like, you've you fucked it. You've got to do it until she's dead. 
Like, yeah. <laughs> you've, you, you've, got, you've got to do it until you're dead or she's dead or like, you know, yeah. I, I don't and know, man. Like, you, you've got to pay. <laughs> Start paying like the people who made that Harry Potter like stage play to make yeah. it seem more real. Like, so it's because what, how does she not question and be like, well, if magic's real, why have I never seen any of it? Like, they need to put some things in front of her to make it seem. Or, or fuck, here's what you could do. Here's what, here's a way out. Okay, you sit her down and you say, Hermione too. Um, <laughs> they can't even think of another name. <laughs> I've received some, from, some terrible news from a magic bullshit thing. Yeah. Um, Hogwarts has burnt to the ground and everyone's dead. <laughs> Someone deleted the magic. Someone turned yeah. off the magic. There's Wait, no so more you just magic. tell her that Voldemort won. Yeah. No, not even, like, not even because you can't even say that he's in the world. You'd have to be like, yeah, it was like a, it was like someone left a heater on. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was an, just and, a gas and, heater exploded and it yeah. killed, it killed the good wizards and the bad and the bad wizards. It killed them all. There's no more wizards. <laughs> So, um, so it was during during the final scenes of that defense of Hogwarts bit of the movie yeah, where yeah. Hogwarts is under attack, the Battle of Hogwarts or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah, going they, down. Yeah, and a there was heater a, caught there on was fire. a magical gas leak, yeah. and, and um, killed a towel everybody. on top of the gas heater. <laughs> one of their magic <laughs> towels, and yeah, they all. I'm just hearing this now. It's so sad, but we we've just got to get on with our lives. <laughs> Do you remember? Fuck! It was. What? It was. I think it was who was the cricketer who was it was Steve Smith who was really under fire for the ball tampering thing, right? Mm, yes. And it was one of the most outrageous pieces of parenting. This just reminded me. Steve, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get some of these details wrong, but the but the crux of it is right. Steve Smith's wife <laughs> was interviewed because their family was having a really hard time, right? And it, this all happened around Easter, and she was doing this like sympathetic piece. Uh, with a magazine or a newspaper and she was saying how hard it was for her and the kids and mm. that she had to cancel Easter and it was never clear why she had to cancel Easter but she was <laughs> like I had to cancel Easter and it was terrible I didn't know what to tell the children so I had to tell them that the Easter bunny was dead <laughs> there were so many added steps <laughs> <laughs> you oh. had to do that. <laughs> Daddy killed the Easter Bunny by being naughty. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you simply Incredible. must cancel Easter, and Easter is a very easy thing to do. Just like you know, hide some eggs. Even if you know, it's it's not a big to do. You don't have to have everybody over. There's no mm. need to cancel Easter, but if you simply must, there are so many lies that you can tell before the Easter Bunny has perished in a house fire. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, ben, you're the only one of us here who has a child. Yep. Um, if you had to raise your child believing in any particular like, sure. cinematic universe, Great is there question. one Great that really question. speaks to you? I mean, um, obviously Harry Potter is a big one. I just do. I'd, I'd do. A, I'd, I'd, if, if gun against my head, man, if I had to do this, <laughs> I'd find a pretty good loophole and I'd raise him in the Goodwill Hunting averse because <laughs> it, that is that is roughly the same as ours. <laughs> there's not going to be. There's not going to be a ton that he's going to run into. He's going to be confused possibly by the Jason if he Bourne goes franchise. To like MIT or Harvard or um, whatever it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but. Yeah, man, no, that's uh, I found a clever little loophole to your to your riddle. 
<laughs> I'm imagining <laughs> imagining a world where this child, this Hermione too, discovers the r- actual reality of her world by listening to this podcast. She's in, oh my god, and she's yucking oh. it up about the foot stuff, and then she's loving all the Juggalo chat, and then she's like, "Hang on a minute." <laughs> Oh, no. Wait, wait, like wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I think I've covered this in a previous podcast, but I do think Hing especially, but I'm happy to count myself in this, would be the worst way to find out any kind of semi-important news about your life. <laughs> so, yeah, I, honestly, uh, yeah. Ne- never never spend time alone with me when I say I need to tell you something because it will. <laughs> uh, Luca, do you have one you want to, uh, you want to share with us? Do I ever? Uh, you boys have done the the heavy lifting of trawling the annals of Craigslist for me and come up with an absolute beauty. Um, so we've got a listing here. A photo is uh, a screen cap or maybe a promotional shot from '90s sitcom Frasier, and the text reads. I'd say as it's such. probably a uh, promotional shot because in Frasier they very rarely look to camera. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of fourth wall breaking, <laughs> not a lot of meta. <laughs> Sorry, the, the promotional shot is of um, a big psychiatrist chair. Frasier and Niles are both sitting in it, and the mm-hmm. father mm. is uh, is therapizing them. So uh, he's taking notes on their therapy, yeah, on their mm. troubles. And the text says this: I have a strong sexual attraction to the '90s sitcom Frasier. I get turned on by Frasier, sometimes his brother Niles, and the dad is kind of a silver fox, especially in the first couple of seasons. I have a fantasy about Frasier being my therapist, and then once our time is up, I say, "Is there any way we could make it longer?" <laughs> Frasier's <laughs> <Frasier's> <laughs> eyes flash with delight as he casually says. I assume that's all right. What happens next? Does Frasier remove his St. John's Bay belt and dock her pants to reveal a sizable tool? <laughs> Does Frasier's sperm taste like tossed salad and scrambled eggs? Sounds healthy to me. The doctor is in. <laughs> it's good stuff. Um, do you absolutely rank? <laughs> does this person have a question? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, I think they're just they're just putting it out in the world. If uh, Kelsey Grammer sees it, then maybe they can hook up or something. I think. What uh, section yeah. of Craigslist was this on? Is there just a posting section? Like, is this yeah, meant this to be? Yeah, uh, this was on a. This was on misconnections. Is where it was found. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> so this person doesn't specify their gender, but they are average body, five ten height, single, and age thirty four, which yep. is which is uh, just a year younger than me, a year older than you, Ben. Okay, and uh, so so they're you know they would real, have grown up watching Frasier. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I guess the point I'm trying to make is that they the, when Frasier was on, they would have been like a a high early, school student or a teen, middle school student. Yeah, I think yeah so. okay. I don't know what who what's this person doing? Are they trolling? Surely this can't. I don't understand. See, I don't See, know, I, Luca. Years I, ago, I would have thought this was a troll, but having spent so much time on the internet and yeah. looking at classifieds, there's nothing. There's nothing about this that is so outlandish yeah. that I would think it is fake. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I you know, was, uh, yeah. our motto on this podcast is always, you know, whatever makes you happy, you know, go for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. The, the world is but, a the world is a horrible dark place, and if mm. if. Jerking off to imagining... About, you know what? I can't do this thing. I hate this person. Because <laughs> no, here's, here's why I find this kind, kind of interesting is that, is that, you know, if you want to jerk off to Fraser Crane, 
the fictional psychiatrist, uh, Seattle psychiatrist, you know, go for it. But mm-hmm, I cannot mm-hmm. think of someone who'd be more annoyed about that happening than Kelsey Grammer. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. Like, I don't even know if he'd be angry. He'd be like, oh, really? Must we, must we jerk <laughs> off the pictures inc- of me? Yeah, please? incredibly disappointed. <laughs> like, you could do better. Come on. Just I think, look after yourself. I think Niles would be into it secretly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I think that um, the dad would just be, it would be one of those rolling his eyes, throwing his hands up and walking uh. out of the room. Eddie the dog, who's a filthy little grob, would love it. <laughs> yeah, Eddie the dog would be on the. He'd be licking himself while yeah. I was watching, you know, the whole time. Um, um, I uh, recently they added uh, all of the um, Real Housewives um, seasons to Netflix, and oh, yeah. I've I've never watched them before. And the other day, I was like, I'm just going to give this a look because it's. Just, you know, it's a cultural phenomenon of the past 20 years or whatever. Yeah. And and there's there's a whole season that is about um, where one of the housewives is Fraser Crane's wife. Oh, what? Sorry, is, is Kelsey Grammer's wife. Grammer's I was going to say, that's <laughs> yeah. very different. <laughs> um, there's a whole season where... I didn't watch the whole season, but there's a whole... Where one of the, ho- one of the housewives just happens to be married to... To Kelsey Grammer, and <laughs> he features like occasionally in the background, really, and on, does and on he, I guess does on he phone seem calls. Pretty annoyed that this is happening to him. It seems not uh, up his alley. Yeah, he seems. I, I, I again, he might. There might be episodes where he's fully into it, but what, the ones I saw were he. It was like they had to. They obviously would have had to film around him being in the house, and he's not in the. Like, so it would have been very like him not being on the show would have been very very difficult for them to do. Because yeah. he's clearly like in the room, but they don't show him. And he's like, like well, they I'm not going to leave my own house there. so you can do your stupid program. Like, <laughs> yeah, <I> can... exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's so grumpy. He's got, he's I mean, like, he's, he'd have so much money. Why did, why does she need to do this? Hmm, I don't know. I, I guess. Uh, I mean, why does anybody do have a lot of money? Why did would he have to play the, the big blue beast in the X-Men? One of the greatest casting choices of all time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> do you think um, when, how do rich you, do you think Kelsey Grammer is? I reckon he would oh. be not private jet wealthy, but doesn't care at all about flying first class wealthy. Like, doesn't, yeah, even yeah, give it a, doesn't even give it a thought. It's nothing to Interesting. Him. So do what, what do you reckon, like... $10 million? $20 million? I have, no, I, have, I have no concept of what that means in a monetary term. But using, using my plane test, I think he flies first <laughs> class and doesn't think about it. Do you, think, right. do you think the world's... I was thinking about this the other night. Do you think the world's best pole vaulter, like the best pole vaulter in the entire world, flies business class? Ooh. <laughs> Depends on if they're going to the Olympics. I think the Olympics you fly business class, don't you? Or if they're going really? for a short distance, in which case they can just pole vault you there. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm almost certain we've talked about this on the podcast before, and I reckon they fly coach. Um, yeah, yeah, I think so. It may Unless be... they're going to some sort of Adidas meetup or something. And oh, yeah, no, I mean, like, class. they're taking their family on a holiday. It's, yeah, the, Olympics is, it's... the Olympics is as far away as it can be. It's, like, just finished. And they're like, mm. come on, guys, let's get away from pole vaulting. I don't want to look at a pole again. Let's. Oh, okay. So, yeah, just think... to answer to answer your very specific question yeah. about uh, whether or not um, Kelsey Grammer flies business or first class, yeah, um, he's currently married. In 2011, he married a flight attendant. So I oh. imagine he flies <laughs> first class real cheap. Wow. There you go. 
<laughs> is um, that the is the flight attendant who's on the show that you watched Hing, or is no, that's a different? A, apparently, they went through a very public divorce about a decade ago, <laughs> which I was not aware of. They broke up, and now he's married to a flight attendant who's uh, some some decades younger than him, according to this article. Do you think um, having their lives chronicled on a terrible TV show may have contributed to the breakdown of their marriage, or do you think that's I mean, something that we, we just may never know? <laughs> <laughs> never know. Hing mentioned that you are uh, you have a podcast. Do you want to um do you want to tell us a little bit? A little bit, a little, little, little tiny bit about that. <laughs> I'll tell you a little teeny tiny tidbit about it if you like. Give us a little, give us a little sizzle. Give us a little I have sizzle. two podcasts, in fact. One is uh, called Going Hypo with Alex Ward, who I don't know if she's been on this show, but I'm, she's a friend of Hing and a friend of, mm. friend of many. Um, uh, Alex Ward, I, w- I worked with her on at Home Alone together, and she is a delight. yes, 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 yes. I think her one it comes out. It's on that last or bonus episode. Yeah, it's on F nine. Yeah, um, which is called Going Hypo, where we do hypotheticals and would-you-rathers, which we find off Reddit and that people send us and that we find all over the, uh, the back streets of the internet. And then I have mm. another podcast called Ooh Spooky with Peter Jones and Adam Knox, where we read spooky stories out of like a Reader's Digest anthology of spooky tales and have a real good <laughs> muck around. They both sound so good and I can get them wherever... <laughs> I can get them wherever I get podcasts. Down at the podcast store, they're almost yeah. out of stock. I get mine from a from a from a guy at the back of a laundry. From an old so. monk <laughs> who has uh, <laughs> transcribed all of them, and he reads them back for a shiny penny. Um, and Hingo, Hingo, I, this is going to come out uh, early next week. So, is there anything you want to tell people about? Oh, do we? Are there are there tickets still available to our live show we're doing? There is nary a ticket. We oh, sold right. out. Do live shows? Sydney rules, yeah. man. Oh my god. No, there's no, there's no. I mean, I, I want to say like it sounds like a boast, but there's only like it's only fifty seats, and so, uh, but we, we they're all yeah. gone. Um, uh, all right. Well, in that case, uh, all I all I need to ask people to do is please. Uh, keep sending in classifieds because they're very helpful to keep the show going. Oh, uh, anything you find, and not just classifieds. As we've broadened out the scope of this podcast, feel <laughs> free to on the literally any text <laughs> any you see text. on the internet that is yep. weird or funny. Feel free to send them in. <laughs> <laughs> and Luke uh, Muller, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. I've I've long been a listener of this podcast and a fan, so it's nice to be in here. Oh, and uh, the dream guest. Dream us, uh, guest. If if you have any other um, encounters. Uh, with uh, with people w- while making this uh, web series, you have to come on and tell us about it. Mm. Yeah, if I survive, yeah. uh, oh, keep an eye out for that. It's not, it's, you know, you're going to be murdered, but prior to being murdered, if you could come on, uh, that would be a delight. Yeah, it's going to become like a grizzly man style. Like, here's all the found footage right before his murder. I've always wanted to be somebody's Herzog, and I'll I'll, uh, I'll gladly fill that role for you. Do you think? Um, please be my just, Herzog. Just as a closer, do you think Werner Herzog would direct that film, or would he just be like, "Well, this man was obviously going to die. I don't want anything to do with this." <laughs> Yeah. Where's the tension? Where's the surprise? <laughs> At least right. Timothy Treadwell Making- living with grizzly bears had some chance of survival. <laughs> <laughs> this man was always going to die. Right. His feet were disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the title of the app. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. If you like pina coladas Hold up. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.